Welcome to AthCast Music, the music of Athens, Georgia, now and then. I'm Marlene Sokol-Stewart, and this is my podcast. I've been on quite the journey discovering all the musicians in town and the bands. It's just amazing what's here in Athens, Georgia. I always say that I was an outsider here with the music business because I really didn't know any of the musicians here other than the big names. And it's been a blast, I tell you, just a blast. Not only am I discovering musicians, but I'm discovering studios, places that actually support musicians, give them places to retreat to, maybe record. There's a lot of stuff going on in Athens to support musicians, and there always has been. Athens has been a very welcoming town to all artists and all genres. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest today. My guest today is Mary Segalis. Mary is a jazz vocalist extraordinaire. She plays all around Athens, has her own business in Athens, and is the creator of Jazz Athens, a.k.a. JAGA, which is Jazz Athens of Georgia a nonprofit organization with a mission to highlight jazz artists and make Athens a hub for jazz music. I can tell you from personal experience, her music makes you want to get up and dance, and man, she makes you feel that music. She has a great band, and here is Mary Segalis. Welcome, Mary, to AppCast Music and my podcast. I'm very excited to have you today. Thank you. So I met you because I was looking for a band to fulfill a project I was working on with the Jewish Film Festival. We had a movie coming that we were presenting that was based on the 40s music, and I started looking around, and everybody told me, Mary Segalis. But you have to say what your name is. The name of my band is Mary and the Hot Hottie Hots. Mary and the Hot Hottie Hots. Okay, I got Mm -hmm. it. I think I got it. (laughs) You got it. So we had so much fun listening to your music. It was perfect for the film. The way it worked is you played during our food and everybody just getting together and schmoozing. And then we went into the film. And so everybody was already kind of set into that mindset of the 40s. So that's what made it so great. And I had a blast. I know that the, the audience had a blast. Um, unfortunately, I was the only one dancing, which, ha- which happens a lot for me. <laughs> but I and couldn't me. help it. I mean, I think you really make feel make people feel the music and and all the instruments all coming together with your voice and everything. And so Thank it's you. it's just really a lot of fun. And I couldn't really believe that. I thought, well, I'll get up, <laughs> and then some people were dancing, and no. That's no. what happens sometimes. So Some, I just had to food dance was by really myself. good. So people were just isn't there a song? Dancing they were eating with myself. Yes, <laughs> a little bit different era, That's me. but hey. So it was a lot of fun, and you and I thank you became quite friendly because we helped each other with a few things outside of that event, and so it's been really, really That's great right. for me to get to know you, Mary. You, you're really Thanks. a sweet person, and I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed our quasi friendship. We don't get to really do anything, but we talk. But we will now. (laughs) We will now, exactly. I read you were a California girl. I just, I mean, what was your life like there? Was, uh, I don't know, did jazz begin at home or was it in California somewhere? Tell tell me a little bit about that. Well, let me tell you. 
I am from California. I was raised in Southern California in Orange County, Orange, California, uh, the city of Orange. Graduated from Orange High School. And my mom was an original Valley girl, San Fernando Valley, which is near you know Hollywood and all of that there. She grew up singing, and she knew a lot about you know those early years of Hollywood. She grew up around it, and she you know took from some famous people that were known for teaching the ones that were making it big on the screen. In those, you know, early days. And that so she was taking, like, music lessons from yeah. a lot of these jazz greats. Right. Well, popular music. A lot of the songs that we do, you know, that I've been singing for years, popular songs of that day turned jazz. You know, jazz kind of swallowed them up and made them into jazz. And um, so a lot of the songs that we, all of us, you know, we call them standards or whatever, a lot of them started as, you know, popular music or songs from the theater or, you know, songs from Broadway. And um, and then, you know, singers made them, you know, popularized them, put them on the radio, uh, sang with some of those, you know, later on those big bands um, and before the big bands, the just smaller bands. And uh, that's, you know, that's where so they got them. So your mom kind of she, turned you on to this music she, and was always did. playing it. And- yeah, she she wasn't playing it so much as as talking about it, which was funny because she was a little surprised that I wanted to do this kind of music. And it wasn't just her. It was it was really, it was my grandpa on my dad's side. I think that ironically, we joked around a lot about him never finishing a song that he was playing. He had a lot to say about how it should be written, how it, you know, if they had this uh, sharp nine, it would, it, would, it would be better, you know, and he wouldn't, you know, but... Really, I wanted to get to know him, and he would bring his guitar when he, they'd come visit, um, and we'd do music together. That's he, fantastic. Yeah, it was, great memories. Thank you. Yeah, it was really, really great. And they, my grandpa was Greek. Um, he got to know all the Italians on my dad's side, and they all came from New York, but they were a real partying crowd. And it, he must have at one time played all the way through, because he played in bands, and he had my uncles in, in a band with him, and... And so at our big family reunions and get-togethers, you know, they'd all be playing. And a lot of times I'd get up to, to sing with them. And um, other people in the family would, too. It's kind of like the Hollywood movies. You see where they have these big parties and uh, everyone's playing that kind of jazz yeah, and yeah. singing together or, you know, just uh, it was joyful. listening and having their cocktails in their hands. Exactly. And their, you know, Beautiful gowns and whatnot that you see in all these older movies. It does. It does show up. Sophisticated and, and it shows I don't up know. In it just it does show up. Yeah. You do see it because I believe what comes around goes around as far as design is concerned. Agreed. But yeah. So, how long were you in California? What happened after California? Well, that was Southern California. Um, what ended up happening is, was uh, my mom and you know some other uh, my brothers, a couple of my brothers. Moved up to Northern California, and I later joined them. Was so it we San were all Francisco living, or this more was north? in? Well, when when I came up there, we lived in Chico, which is it's about an hour and a half, maybe two hours uh, north of Sacramento, and inland a few hours from San Francisco. But yes, when the family, uh, you know, rewind earlier on when everybody came from New York. They all went to Oakland. They all went to where, you remember Candlestick Park? 
It was. I spent time in San Francisco, and then my twin that, lived in Oakland. Oh, so okay. uh, for twenty years, so I got to know the Bay Area. So that well. area, okay. Well, you mm-hmm. know it probably better than I do. But I heard the stories, and so they lived in these projects called Candlestick Cove, and and then Candlestick Park came, displaced all those people, and but everybody, you know, it was part of our family story. So people went here and there, and then Dad and mom met working somewhere in the Bay Area, and then they moved down to Southern California. They split up. We ended up somewhere at some time up in Northern California once again. And then um, uh, I did play a a lot with my grandpa. We didn't perform anywhere, but that was always our thing. And, um, and yeah, a lot of, of several of the songs that we do in the Hot Hotty Hots, we, we, um, you know, are from my grandpa. We always open with a song called Bye Bye Blues, and that was actually one of the songs. It was actually written in the 50s, but it sounded early, so we play it. So after Northern California, what happened? I mean, well, what happened? Who leaves what, Northern California? It was so great there. <laughs> it was beautiful, and it was, it was lovely, and I, I still have family there. My dad actually ended up moving up there, so now I have another reason to go there. And I had an, um, an aunt and cousins and such. But... um. I did join a band, and and actually, while I was in Northern California, I did um, go. I finished college. I had many, <laughs> I went to many colleges, but um, the one I finished up in uh, was was in music. And after that, I was in a band, and we we did this somewhat this kind of music. It was more of a um, kind of uh, I forget what we called it. We were called Wing and a Prayer. And it was three girls. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, three girls. And and then we had, you know, band. Sometimes we were just trio, and then other times we'd, we'd have um, kind of a jazz band um, around us. But anyway, so what happened was I, uh, brothers uh, came here, a couple of them, lived in Athens, Georgia. Never thought I'd be coming to Athens, Georgia. I remember thinking, what is in Georgia? Why would they want to move away? But I did come visit, you know, in the summer times. And what ended up happening was when I finished school, I by the time I finished school, I was working in production with festivals and concerts. And I was put I was on that end of things as well. And so I was putting I was working with a festival company and I Well, came that's here. that's a job. Yeah. To do. Oh yeah. I I did it for many, many years and I actually I still I still do from time to time. Uh I came here to visit my brothers, and we were throwing darts at one of the bars in town, and I overheard this group planning the first Athfest. And Oh, wow. Yeah, and I overheard them, and I waited until their meeting finished and, you know, told them, bounced over there and told them, hey, I do this kind of thing out in California. It sounds really interesting what y'all are doing. Um, I probably didn't say y'all then. Um, <laughs> that came later. Um, but anyway, so they, uh, walked me over to the window and pointed down at the, uh, the, the courthouse steps and said, we're going to have a stage here and we're going to have all these other, you know, it's going to be a pub crawl, pub crawl. What's that? And so the whole thing. And, um, anyway, we jokingly said, you know, or they said, they invited me, you know, you should come work with us if you ever decide to, if this, if our thing gets off the ground and you're, you're here. So what ended up happening was a couple, like a year and a half later, I, I did end up staying here 
because I because I called off a wedding, really. Uh, <laughs> well, that'll do it. Like, yeah, I <laughs> if think you it, need a big change, <laughs> exactly. I think everybody that wasn't born in this town has a story oh, like yeah. <laughs> like this, like a reason that they stayed in Athens. So anyway, that was my reason. And the first thing I did when I didn't get back on that plane was I called Athvest. I called the people that, or I called Jared Bailey, was the director at the time. Anyway, so um, that was the beginning of my Athens um, experience. It, you know, you're right. Everybody has a story to tell, mm. you know, about how, how they got here. I, got, I have one, too. I want to um, hear it. I was, uh, <laughs> That's another episode. Another episode, yeah. I mean, it's not that exciting. It's just, you know, um, I had been coming to Athens for a while, so moving here was pretty easy for me to, once I made the decision. Hmm. But— so now you found Athens, and you're really loving Athens. It, uh, it, you wouldn't still be here if you didn't. So how is Athens ago. for you now, and what, what does Athens mean for you here? Oh, Athens means so much. I feel like I've worn so many hats in this town, and I still wear them all, most of them, um, because it's the kind of town that you can you can do all of your creative, fun things that you love to do and make a life out of it. And it, it's such a unique place in that way. When I first started working here, I was working at the at the hospital. That was another skill set that I had, you know. We all got them. Yeah, you got those. You got to you got to make it. You got to you got to pay those bills. When did you start shifting jazz? Singer most of the time. What happened with that was that when I decided, yes, I'm going to stay in Athens, because when I first decided to not get back on that plane, I gave myself four months to figure it out, figure out if I was going to stay here, become a resident or not. And so when I went back to California, gave back the ring, um, and on (laughs) on the way back... I just kind of did some a quick soul search and said, what do I want to do while I'm here? Well, I could see myself being in front of a band, like a, a, a jazz band. Uh, you know, I would soon learn that that, that really wasn't a thing here. You know, there oh, really wasn't. I know about learning about things that are not a thing here. Yeah. That's it, for sure, because yeah. obviously I'm not, I've been here for nine years and Nobody really knows who I am. People are just really finding out who I am with this podcast. But I had a vision, and so did you. Yes. You saw yourself there, and so did I. And that's the beauty of Athens as well, I think. Well, and well it, we, it, can, we, can, we can take that vision. And yes. And it doesn't matter if you fail or not here. Totally. Nobody gives a crap yep. whether you fail. Nope. They nope. just, you know, they really support you. And, yeah, the musicians Same. that I've talked to, just like yourself— Oh, yeah, I'll be on. And I just have a list of hundreds of people, I mean, that would like to come on. It's just trying to figure out when and, you know, how to get it all scheduled and all that. Because I am doing this on my own. And, um, you know, you're when you're, you know, wearing all the, the same, all different hats, rather, and uh-huh. trying to do this. But Athens is great about that. There are some still insider things to have to kind of penetrate mm-hmm. and get, break the barrier. Yep. Um I and that's kind of why that like I do what I'm doing also. Oh, it's, it's, it usually takes a handful of years before people trust that you're going to stay here. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Till they till they really believe that you are you're an Athenian. It takes a little bit of time. For it does, the- and everybody has told me that. Everybody yeah. has. But that's my point of view with this, as I mm-hmm. tell say in most of my conversations, is you know, I this is somebody who has been here, but I'm sort of an outsider looking in because a lot of people outside of Athens don't know half these musicians. They know the REMs and the B fifty twos and right, right. Of, you know, wigs and all that. Um, but they don't know really what's happening here. People in Athens do. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's, yeah, that's a really cool thing that you're, that you're doing. Cause you're, it's not that you're just sharing the, the bands that pop up because they do. There's, <laughs> if you don't, if you haven't already experienced this, you know, six months from now or a year from now, you'll look at the flagpole, you know, our blessed rag yeah. that we all read um and you you'll see some of the ones that you remember from seeing at this time if you're if you're thinking of going out or you know whatever and and that's the beauty of it because it really is an incubator i don't know if you went to athfest this year i did there was over 200 bands there was there always is yes i mean that i don't know it seems so many more that i didn't know yeah and I started listening to as many people as I, it was, it was one of, I go to Athfest, mm-hmm. but it was really one of the better ones I saw. I mean, there was some great music. Yeah. And I hope to really bring that out yeah. to the forefront. Well, so, that, that, yeah, I, I hope you do too. So I, I, I can that see that this. Athens, you being able to do what you do, that you do, Mary, here. And that people love it, Mary. I mean, yeah. they love it. They really do because you're right. There's not a lot of it. It's a lot of fun. There's a the, and there is there is a jazz scene, albeit smaller than we'd all love it to be. But that's another part of the conversation. Well, that we'll you know have. what? Let's let's just talk about that be, right now before we go into really some of the other things. Because did you create Jaga? Yes. Yes, I did. And it was... And JAGA is Jazz Athens of Georgia. Yes, it's Jazz Athens GA. GA, yeah. It's like a destination, yeah. And it's a nonprofit. Yes, or it has been. Right now we're kind of in a, we're kind of in the, that in-between. Yes, it's a nonprofit. It was a 501c3. And what is, what what exactly are you trying to achieve? What's your mission? What's your mission from God there? Well, (laughs) here it is. You know, I used to have it um, memorize what we have on the website, but it it is actually changing because I've it is kind of changing a little bit. Basically, Jaga is the destination for jazz, and the concept came as I at that time. Um, my husband at the time and wonderful friend now, um, we were traveling a lot. Um, he still travels all the time, and. Um, any city that we'd go all over the globe, you could look up where's jazz playing. And it was really easy to see. And um, by that time, I was committed. I, I started doing jazz, like, I don't remember what year it was, but it was, it, was, uh, it's, it was a long time. And so when we would look up concerts to go to that were jazz, they were easy to find. And I, and also, all over the world, people knew Athens, Georgia. 
I say all over the world, Europe. Europe. Really. Yeah, I was going to say, no, there are Europe. some people. I um, met somebody from Slovenia, as a matter of fact, who knew so many artists. Yeah. And she was uh, doing a university thing. And um, at the time, I was in the music business. And she, I, I, I gave her all these CDs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my gosh. She knew half of them. We actually met at a Jesse Cullen Young concert, oh. of all things. Wow. But she had come to the States to do a thing on Ralph Stanley. Oh, wow. So it, she knew a lot about American music. Yeah. So, but it is really mostly Europe. I know a lot of artists here mm-hmm. still traveled to Europe. Oh, well, I think it's cool that you did it, that because it, my goal here is not to exclude anybody, as you can see. Yeah. I mean, there's a hip hop scene that is really very good. Mm-hmm. I came from a job in music that we distributed all kinds of genres. So I listened to a lot of hip hop. I listened to a lot of jazz and I listened, you know, to many other genres. I, I want to show the country. I want to show the jazz and, you know, because there is so much here. And what makes, I think, Athens different, and you're right that we need more of a presence, and hey, I think you're doing a great thing there, because I hope I can help you with that by uh, talking to some other the jazz artists and some of the people here. Yeah, Um, that'd be great. But that's also what Athens is is about. Um, Anybody can play anything they want. We have artists that go to Africa and record and come back. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, it's just a global thing already for many artists. I heard something the other day at Flickr Bar. I love that bar. They they play old mo- movies. Yeah, <laughs> on their TV there. yes, they do. <laughs> but um, I heard the term Athens famous. And I said, well, what does that mean? I mean, does that just mean that people from Athens know who somebody is? Or people who know Athens around the world knows who's famous in Athens? They said, no. Most people here are, or the older bands and musicians are Athens famous. Meaning that mostly people in Athens know them. Mm. And I was wondering about you with this, because... Of all of the styles that I feel that I hear in your music, a lot of it is swing bands, Louisiana roots, and, you know, um, even things like the 80s stuff like Squirrel Nut Zippers, you know? Mm-hmm. They they brought a lot of that back in, and everybody was doing all kinds of swing dancing, and, and that I yeah. feel that with yours. And I just think that you you brought that, but... Is that something that you want to be tagged on or noted as? Is you're just Athens famous and this is where they're going to see you? Or you want to go out in the world and show what you do? I mean, do you tour much? Our band hasn't toured yet. I personally, you know, our band got started as a residence holding band at at the Globe. And at that time, I was going up to New York. Um, I had a whole other life that I was forming up there. And so my dream really was to be, at that time, this is about nine, eight or nine years ago, really not that long ago, really what I was trying to do at that time was bring 
what I was learning in New York, and I was singing a lot, you know, up there, um, and bring it back here and have fun at the Globe with this group of guys that I love, and we were going to bring this new kind of old music, you know, really, just and make Athens more aware of it. Um, we haven't done the deep dive into Jaga and and the concept of behind um, the making of it and all of this, but at that time, that's what I was trying to bring to Athens was I was trying I was kind of fighting with myself about you know do I, I wanted to be up in New York really I was I was really drawn to this to this trad scene this jazz this early jazz scene. And I wanted it to become more um, familiar to the folks down here. So at the time that we were doing this, I'd have friends come, and 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 really, I'd taken the 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 idea of this residency that we were doing from a couple other bands and friends that I had up in New York, and we were inviting people to come up and play with us and sing with us. And we really wanted it to just be a relaxed, fun scene where it became normal to have jazz as, you know, the the backdrop to this fun time together, community. And um, non-threatening, a lot of times over the years, the many years of singing jazz with various amazing musicians here, jazz musicians here in Athens, I would need somebody. I would, well, I would need somebody <laughs> to step in. And there, and a lot of, uh, I, would call, I would ask really great musicians that I knew that weren't jazz musicians per se, but most really great musicians know some jazz, but a lot it can be really intimidating because it's a it's a it's there's a lot it's involved it's very intense that that and so anyway I digress basically I wasn't looking you your question was about you know what I would want to be known for here in Athens I I wasn't looking to be known I was just I wanted to to be happy doing the kind of music that I was drawn towards. And we weren't doing a whole bunch of that kind of stuff in the way that I wanted to do it. So I was, you know, be letting myself be influenced by going up to New York all the time, bringing it down here. When I would be gone, the guys would still be here, and I would ask somebody else to step up and take my place. And at that time, we dropped my name. From- well, I think you have become Athens famous. Oh, well, I, I do. I, I honestly do, because when you mention... And I don't screw up hottie hot hots or oh, what? hot hottie hot, hots. hots. We're not your medium hottie hots. We're your hot hottie hots. Your hot hottie hots. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll mess don't it up again. Don't, I don't worry. Know it's why, not just you. But you know how sometimes you it just, started as a joke, of course, right? Yeah. Then but anyway. if you mention Mary Sigalis, they talk about, oh, she was so good at the botanical gardens. And when you play with the Klezmer band or when you have part of the Klezmer band with you or wherever, because you're, like I, I said, you know, you can't really always play with the same musicians all the time because of familial obligations and day jobs and, you know, just anything I do, that comes up. I do up. know what you're talking about. That is, that's, you make so a really good point. Does that make point. it hard? Uh, it, no. Wait, uh, well, I say that, and yet today I just had that situation come up. But I was looking for a group, a family, belonging, you know, a band, and I had never had that. I had 
been singing jazz here in Athens for years before this band got started. And and it was exactly what you just said. And so I embraced the idea that I was never going to play with the same people. I guess when I first 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 started, I I I had something called um Baby's Blue Swing Set. That was my you know, that was my coming in out into Athens. Athens only knew me as you know, being helpful to other musicians, developing them and booking them and did lots of events and all of that kind of stuff. This was going to be new. They were not, they were going to see me doing music that was not, as I got made fun of (laughs) by my little brother, um, because I said in some article about it not being towny cool. And it wasn't. No. You know, it wasn't towny cool. It was just like, I'm going to be doing this thing because I need to. And I want to. But Mary, you know, it's so funny you say that because, I mean, it kind of got away from it. The Morton Theater, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald. I mean, these all these jazz, um, um, Benny Goodman played at the Morton Theater. They found a place early on Mm -hmm. that they could come to. It was the first, you know, black auditorium that they could come into, Athens. And that's really, I... I think the start of how Athens became so musically special and, and also very special in the fact that it hasn't become a Nashville and it hasn't become an Austin and it hasn't, you know, obviously become a New York or LA, those type of things, but that it, it stays true. I would say that, that having been to a lot of those places, there is still, we're not, we're not behind those other places. Even up in New York, New York people want to come down here. There is something very special that we have here, and they all want a piece of it. They want to experience what we have. We have something so special. And Well, that's what I'm really kind of saying yeah. is Austin's changing rapidly, and the music is, is, is sort of diluting right now. It's, it's having a hard time. And, and a lot of music is. It's not that it isn't. In Nashville, it's really changed. I think Athens, like I said, keeps true to itself in that respect, that they don't let things change for the worse as far as the music world is concerned. They keep— They make more room. They make—that's a great they, way of they saying They make it, more room for various—you know— They uh, do. If, yeah. I love that part. I love I, that. I, I love too. that part about it, and, and I was very—one um, year, a, a couple years ago, I guess— it was a couple of years ago. Flagpole invited me to come sit. I think I was the first. I think I. I don't know if I was the the first person that to sit on this this group that um, nominates the various genres. You know, at the awards uh, winning. You know, that they nominate people for the awards for the Flagpole Music Awards, and I felt very honored and very not as Mary Segalis per se, but um, as a person, but as like. Wow, that's really cool. We, you know, we, I say you felt like a community. Yeah, you were part I thought, of the community. I felt like the community, and I and I got way off the subject that that you were asking about playing for different. You know, uh, what what happens when that happens? Uh, when when people can't play, what happens is that you know, yes, we have people stand in. It's very rare, though. We usually. Just say no. It depends. There's a couple um, key instruments that need to be there, um, 
and we really can't do the gig if if one of those can't be there. And we, we generally everybody wants to play, and they they it, I'm blown away the love of the the group, the the members of this group, how much they want to play and be a part of it because we all feel like we're bringing something fun and special, and it and we love playing together. It's just a lot of fun. And, I am older, and so I like this type of music anyway. And and I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no I feel that I had forgotten how much I really liked that type of music because, honestly, I was raised outside of Philadelphia, mm. and the jitterbug is what I learned to do, along with, you know, silly dances like the Monster Mash and the Jerk and all those and the Swim. I mean, I did. I learned all those dances. Wow. I swear. Kind of red. Um, I can still mm-hmm. show them, too. It's crazy. But but what that did is— Don't let is, me stop you. <laughs> right? <laughs> the jitterbug is very much a part of swing dancing. And I had forgotten, I did another Jewish film festival closing party, and we had students from UGA come that played a lot of swing music. Mm-hmm. And everybody got up and danced that night, because it was co- kind of like a party anyway. It wasn't, we weren't going to go into a film. It was already closing party for the actual film festival. Yeah. And everybody, and I, I, I just, that's when I realized again how much I really loved that kind of music. It's not something I put on my my um, iPad, mm. mm-hmm. you know. It's not it's not those, and I don't know why. Because when I listen to you, I mean, I just love it, and I think that I'm always looking for something different because I'm driving when I'm listening to music or whatever. But I said to myself the other day, "Well, that's silly. You can have a great time listening to that, and, and so time. and I and it will be just as good as driving down the highway to rock and roll." As far as I'm it's concerned. It's so much fun. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that our band, really, I lean towards, and I always say at the beginning of the, or sometime towards the beginning of the of the show, you know, we're playing your favorite hits from the 1910s, 20s, and 30s. I don't say 40s, but that is only because a lot of the songs that were written in those earlier times then became 40s music, you know. Because 40s was the big band era. We're not a big band. I mean, we're not, we are a bigger band as far as, you know, the people that are setting us up at stages think they're a big band, but we're not that big. We're not a big, we're not a, we're not a wartime. We're not, but generally um, we play the just simply swing songs, you know, from the 40s upon request, which the Jewish film festival did. Yeah, and and we love doing it because I do love doing those kinds of songs too. Yes, I, but I focus like I said, on I was the only one dancing. But <laughs> I, I, your drummer is his name Mark Turiano. Mark, yeah, yeah. He Mark. said you cannot not smile when the music is playing, and I that's what I'm saying yeah. here. It is. It that is makes me happy. It really does make you want to dance and um and smile, even if you're not dancing. It. it Definitely, if you're not dancing, you're tapping your foot or you're snapping your fingers or something. And um, I love it. Yeah. Well, so. and here's the, here's the other thing. When I, you know, before I came to Athens, I do play and I, I play guitar and I sing or I, you know, I can write songs. Some of the songs we have written, but, um, or that I have written. But truth is, I 
I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a deep thinking lady and you can probably tell I'm very swirly brained. I'm, I'm a, I, I chose to do happier, you know, party music, really good time music. I mean, some of it's romantic and sweet. Um, and that, but, but really I need to feel good. I want to feel good. And the kind of music that I used to listen to, it's it's beautiful music. It's thought-provoking. It's really interesting and cool. And I love all that, that stuff, too. But as far as what I can bring to the table in this big old world full of good and yeah, I would rather, you know, famous or not famous, as you say, just only using your words, um, I would want to be thought of as as somebody bringing something that makes you happy, you know. Well, well, it sounds like it just touches your soul. So, any music that I love and truly love is because it's going right in here, right down deep into my heart and soul. And I don't think you could do what you do without that happening. And that's mm-hmm. why it makes you happy, you know. Like, I mean, there's a song by Bob Singer that I love and it's someday lady I'll accompany you. Mm. And I just, and his stuff used to just really make me feel good. It still does. Mm -hmm. And it's songs like that. Springsteen. I mean, my Jersey girl, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely songs that I'm like, he's telling my life right here. Yeah. Not to mention we almost moved to Freehold where he, he was from uh, and never were able to, but, Holy cow, you know, um, the, the, the bands in my top five, you know, that's because they truly speak my life. And I think that's where everybody's music comes from and where they, whether they're banging their heads or whether they're folk or whether they're emo, mm-hmm. You know, there's so many kind of styles out there now that are a little bit different than when I grew up um, listening to. But they're it's all just building kinda, on, yeah, building on the uh, on the old stuff. Well, like, it was like just rock else. and roll, country, and jazz, and you know, classical. Yep, that's what we, you know, and rhythm and blues. Mm. That's it. And then it, they everything just kept on changing into different styles of the same thing. Sure. So everybody's I really evolving. Do, I just love your music, Mary. I'm so glad you came to talk with me today. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. It's getting closer to um, to um, where I want it to be. So, because I first first started out going, ah, that sounded awful. <laughs> I I was think I told you I could hear my voice in the in the speakers so loudly that I was like talking in a radio voice. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's, you know, I did a lot of voice work in television because that's, and that's where, where my, I guess, qualifications come from, my skill set or whatever, Uh is that I did produce live television. I did promote live television. I was in the music business and promoted music to retail outlets and said, hey, this is what your store needs. This is not what your store needs or Things wow. like that. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Wow. You curated. Yes. Like, you helped them curate music for their, you know, for yeah, their stores, it was, for their people, for their it target. Was, it was a great job. And 
you know, I, I mentioned to you one other time that I worked for wrestling, WCW. So I always tell people, if I worked for WCW with wrestlers, I could do anything. So I kind of I kind of say that to myself every now and then. Can that I do this? I can do yes, this. Yes, I, I can, can do, do this. this you know? <laughs> but I'm having a blast doing it. Just yes. like you just said, I'm having a blast. And no matter, it's it's what I'm really enjoying doing right now in my lifetime. Oh, I'm so glad. So I'm, thank you so much for being a part of it. I appreciate so much Mary coming on and talking to me today. So there are several ways to reach Mary and check out her music. On Facebook, it is www.facebook.com slash mary.sigalas, and that is S-I-G-A-L-A-S. You can also check out her nonprofit, Jazz Athens, at www.facebook.com slash jazzathensga. She also has a website that is www.marysagalas.com. And she has an Instagram page that is at Mary Sigalis, all one word, no underscores or anything like that, just Mary Sigalis. Again, M A R Y S I G A L A S. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and y'all be safe out there.